Canto 10, Chapter 49 Akrura's Mission in Hastinapura Sri Shuka said, He, Akrura, went to Hastinapura, the city marked by the glory of the kings of the Puru dynasty, and saw there the son of Ambika, Dhritarashtra, together with Bhishma, Vidura and Prita, Kunti, as also Balika and his son Somadatta, Dronacharya and Kripacharya, Karna, Duryodhana, the son of Drona, Ashwatthama, the Pandavas and other friends. After the son of Gandini, Akrura, appropriately had greeted his relatives and friends, they inquired with him for news about their kin, whereupon he in turn asked how they were faring. He stayed there for a couple of months in order to find out what the king, who could not raise his voice against his wicked sons, was doing in following the advice of mischievous persons like Karna. Both Virura and Kunti told him everything about the unbecoming acts like the administering of poison that the sons of Dhritarashtra had perpetrated in their intolerance for the influence, skill, strength, bravery humility and so on, of the sons of Prita, whose excellent qualities were loved by the citizens. Now that Prita saw her Vrishni brother Akrura before her, she, remembering her place of birth, Mathura, addressed him and said with tears in her eyes, O gentle soul, do our parents and brothers, my sisters, nephews and the women of the family, as also my friends, still remember us, do the son of my brother Krishna, the Supreme Lord, the shelter full of care for the devotees, and Balarama, with his lotus-petal eyes, still think of the sons of his father's sister? And will he come to console me with his words, I who with young boys deprived of their father in the midst of enemies am lamenting like a doe between the wolves? Krishna, O Krishna, O greatest yogi, O soul and protector of the universe, Please watch over this surrendered soul who together with her children is drowning in distress, O Govinda. For mankind, in fear of death and rebirth, I see no other shelter than your lotus feet, O Master and Controller granting liberation. My obeisances unto you, Krishna, the pure absolute truth and super-soul, the Lord of Yoga and unifier of consciousness, you I approach for shelter. Sri Shuka said, O king, your own great-grandmother, thus remembering her relatives and Krishna, the controller of the universe, began to cry loudly over her misfortune. Akrura, equanimous in distress and happiness, and the illustrious Vidura, consoled Kunti by reminding her of those, the gods, who fathered her sons. When it was about time to leave, he approached the king amidst his supporters, who was fully determined by his sons and his foster sons, whom he treated unequally. He wanted to relate to him what in friendship was communicated by his well-wishing relatives Krishna and Rama. Akrura said, O dear beloved son of Vichitravirya, to the greater glory of the Kurus, you, after the demise of your brother Pandu, have now assumed the throne. 
dutifully protecting the earth and the citizens, delighting the people with your good character and treating your relatives equally, you will achieve perfection and renown. Acting to the contrary, however, you will be condemned in this world and land in darkness. Therefore, always be equal toward the Pandavas and your own sons. No one in this world, O king, is given a continuous association with whomever. Not even with one's own body, the association continues. So, what to say about a wife, children and so on? A living being is born alone and dies alone. Alone one enjoys the good consequences of one's actions and alone one has to face the bad consequences. The wealth that was acquired by an unintelligent person lacking in dharma is seized by others in the guise of dependents like relatives, just like the water of a fish will be occupied by its own offspring. Those who, lacking in wisdom, maintain their life, wealth and children in disrespect of dharmic matters and think, I am the owner, end up destitute and abandoned, being frustrated in their purposes. Blind to his own dharmic duties, being abandoned by them, he, not conversant with the purpose of life and with his goals unfulfilled, has to carry his load all alone and will enter the deepest darkness. Therefore, seeing this world as a dream, O king, as something magical, as a thing of the mind, bring that mind under control with intelligence and thus find your balance and peace, Prabhu. Tritarashtra said, I can never get enough of the auspicious words you speak, O Master of Charity. They are, for a mortal like me, as the nectar of immortality. But, however pleasing they might be, O gentle one, they are, just like lightning in a cloud, not fixed in my wavering heart, because I am partial in my attachment to my sons. What person can defy what is ordained by the Lord who descended in the Yatu family in order to diminish the burden of the earth? He whose path is inconceivable creates this universe by his own creative energy, distributes the modes and enters them. My obeisances unto him whose actions are inscrutable, the Supreme Lord with whom we find liberation from the cycle of birth and death. Sri Shuka said, The descendant of Yadu, Akrura, thus being apprised of the mentality of the king, took leave of his well-wishers and returned to the capital of the Yadus. According to the purpose for which he was sent, O descendant of Kuru, he reported to Rama and Krishna how Dhritarashtra was behaving toward the Pandavas. <laughs> 